Hey, this is Sri Vishwanath here, and welcome to episode number 26 of the Ask Sri Vishwanath Vedanta Show. And today's video, we are going to speak about who discovered Vedanta. <clears throat> so, Vedanta was discovered by Adi Shankaracharya. And he was the blue-eyed boy. At the age of eight, he had finished all his commentary on the Upanishads, the Vedas, you know, the Bhagavad Gita. You know, he lived till the age of 32. And today is, is you know, um, birthday. And so Adi Shankaracharya, Vedanta was always there. So it's not that Adi Shankaracharya created it. It was Adi Shankaracharya only discovered Vedanta. Now, it's very important here to realize when he was born, he was born at a time when in India, Buddhism was so much prevalent where it is like there is no soul, you know, everything is changing. That's what the whole Buddhist... And Adi Shankaracharya came. And so everyone's faith was like very low. So Adi Shankaracharya came to revive all the Vedas, the Upanishads. And he made one big change in the Buddhism thing. When in Buddhism, you have like everything is void, like it's called Shunya. And he would invite all the Buddhists and challenge them and he would defeat them. And he showed them that it's not Shunya, it's Purna, it's complete. It's not a void from where we have come. It's a complete, it's Brahman. And so he, has, he wrote right from the lowest to the highest philosophy, everything. I mean, he at the age of eight or ten, he completed this whole stuff. Now, it's very important to hear to realize what he did. See, in, in, in Buddhism, and most people are actually spiritually blind. They don't even notice what's happening. So I'll give you a very simple example. There are millions who follow Dalai Lama. But most don't realize what he's talking. So if you, if you see his talks, like you can, in, in one of his talks, he says that in Buddhism, soul is there, but it's not eternal. They don't accept that the soul is eternal. Now, there are many, many good things in every this thing. The, the soul is eternal, is not accepted, and that's what Shankaracharya... Now, why would I listen even one word? Because if the, uh, everything is based on the Atman here in Vedanta and Hinduism, in, in Christianity also everything is based on spirit. If... There is no, Atman is not eternal. Why the hell would I even spend one second praying, meditating and all that? One can just lie down in the beach and sip uh, Coke. So such teachings are going on all around the world and people are like fools listening. I mean, you can listen for character and quality. You can listen, but you are listening. You, one doesn't even know. There are teachers out there like Shankaracharya who are day and night talking about this. Atman and people are only people don't even know whom to listen to. Someone is saying the Atman is not eternal, and people are listening to him. There is some real big problem going on. This is the reason we are facing so much issues. So Adi Shankaracharya came, he openly challenged all these Buddhist folk and told them, Look, many of the things that you're saying is right, but these important big things they are not right. And he made them realize that the shunya, which they're saying, the void, 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 all the drama, that is Purna, it's called Brahman. It's a huge thing. You know, Adi Shankaracharya, he, when he say he discovered, you know, uh, 
Vedanta, he brought all these things to limelight. All the Vedas, the Upanishads, which were like lying in dust. It is, you might be very surprising, Vivekananda says that Bhagavad Gita was lying on dust for like thousand years. No one, Adi Shankaracharya came, he wrote a commentary on it at the age of 10. And even now people are reading it. You have to realize what he did. If he was not there, nothing in Hinduism which you see. And after him came Vivekananda. If Adi Shankaracharya and Vivekananda is not there, nothing in Hinduism, every single word said by anyone on planet Earth in Hinduism has come from Adi Shankaracharya or Vivekananda. People are just adding few. Like I, I borrow everything from them, but I say it directly. All others are trying as if they are adding anything. There is nothing new which people are saying. Every single thing is borrowed from Adi Shankaracharya and Vivekananda. There is nothing new which human beings have added because they have said every single thing. And today is his birthday. If he was not there, there's no, not a single thing would have come into limelight and people would have been deprived of all this. So it's a really a very important day. And India owes a lot, India and the whole world, to Adi Shankaracharya and uh, Vivekananda. Now, Adi Shankaracharya is a little bit about his um, a boyhood life. You know, he, at the age of, I think, six or seven, he was clear what he wanted to do. So he wanted to go become a monk and, uh, you know, wanted to live alone. And his mother, he had only his mother, his father had, uh, passed away. His mother uh, did not want that. She said, no, you live with me. I will not trouble you, this, that. But Adi Shankaracharya knew that that was his path. He had to finish his work. He knew he was an incarnation. And so he played this drama where he was uh, in the river and uh, a crocodile was like about to uh, uh, jump on him. And then his mother was walking on the shore and he told his mother, look, if if you allow me to, uh, you know, uh, go, leave the house and join us more, then I will be able to, you know, get the crocodile out of the way. Otherwise, the crocodile will kill me. And so his mother said, okay, you go. So he enacted all this uh, drama, this thing. and But he promised his mother that at the end, when at any time, whenever she will, you know, pass away, he will be present. So as a monk, you're not supposed, you know, once you have gone out of the family ties, you can't do all these things, cremation and all that stuff. But he broke all the monk rules because he promised his mother that he will come in the end. So in the end, when she, her end was nearing, he using his yogic past, Adi Shankaracharya could get out of the body, do all these crazy things. But he used it only when it's required, when his mother was nearing her, Passing away, he used this, it's called, uh, you know, paduka. That means feet, uh, uh, this uh, power where, where you can just be in a place in just a few seconds. So he used that and he was present as his mother. He showed her the vision of Vishnu and he, um, you know, uh, uh, he also cremated her against the, uh, you know, completely the, not following the rules because the rule of the monk. So uh, Adi Shankaracharya was very extraordinary. Uh, he had such a brilliant uh, mind. At the same time, he would also, he knew that, uh, the, you know, some, many people require simple things. So he wrote simple prayers, simple mantras to help people. One of his most beautiful high philosophy thing is Nirvana Shatakam. It's a six paragraph 
um, uh, thing, but it covers everything about self-realization. <laughs> Here's the first sentence. Just the first sentence is, Mano buddhi ahankara chitani haam. Mano buddhi ahankara, mind, intellect, ego, chitta. In one sentence, he was a genius that in the first sentence itself, what people would take like 10,000 hours, he would be knocked saying none of that is the Atman. Then he said, it is not the Jiva. Mano buddhi ahankara chitani haam. Nacha shrishti jiva, nacha gnena netram. Nacha vyoma bhoomi kini tejo navayu. Chidananda rupa shivoham, shivoham. I'm not the body, mind, intellect. I'm not the earth, air, fire, space, water. Who am I? I am Shiva. I am Shiva. It's a Nirvana Shatakam. It's like, it's a, it's a complete non-dual song. I am. That means I, which is I is the Chit. I am Shiva. Not Shiva is in some place on the, uh, you know, in the Kailas on the top. You are Shiva. Shivoham, Shivoham. It's six paragraphs. It is complete. Completely next level, where in that six paragraph he has told entire self-realization. Entire. If you see the first line, in first line he knocked off 75% of our problems. Just listening to these words. That's why the first quality is listen, listen. He thought that the intellect is given to you not to reason and analyze, but to Move it in the path of dharma. Move it in the path of this truth. <clears throat> that is why our intellect is given. Not to day and night say, oh, he did that, she did that. This is the analysis. Don't. He, this nonsense of reasoning, which Buddhism had inculcated, especially in India, and which today most of the Indians are foolishly following, has to be stopped and that's what he did. This reasoning, we have to stop. So we are, it's everyone today is so intelligent, but one is reasoning over stupid things. That they did, they did it, and the government is horribly screwing everyone. You have to train your intellect to move towards the Atman because you will be, because you are, he said you are Shiva. That much intelligence is there in you. That much greatness is there in you. You are great. That is what he came to say. Shiboham, Shiboham, Mano Buddhi Ahankara. See, Chittaniham. It is such a beautiful thing that, so those who take advantage of Adi Shankaracharya's work, of Vivekananda's work, Ramakrishna's work, they are what makes you know that's what makes god proud of you they have done all the work why should one listen to all these people who are who have no skin they are just oh this is so you know you can get that so many people have great quality like honesty purity but that same person like your father may be very honest but your father can't teach you self realization see it's a very different thing this because it's going to give you moksha moksha can only be given it's called upadesha you have to 
only the right teachers, very few in the world. And Krishna in, to the, in the Bhagavad Gita gave Upadesha, Moksha. It's called Moksha Shastra, the Bhagavad Gita. So qualities are great. But don't mistake the qualities with the realization of the self. Because this teaching gives you all those qualities. And that is called Upadesha. So most people get attracted because all that is fine. But we are not reasoning. We are not having an intellectual discussion here. There is a lot at stake here. This is about you being born again and again in this world and foolishly dying again and again and suffering and thinking and feeling and being taken advantage of. This has to stop, says the 12-year-old by Adi Shankaracharya. So for more of it, you can go to www.magicofgod.com to save many decades and many lifetimes. Till tomorrow, see you and God bless.